0: Hi everyone and welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. This is bonus episode 196. I'm your host Duncan McLeish. Welcome to the show. On bonus episode 196 we do our September 2019 report. we we'll look back over the month that was September 2019 and we report back to you the biggest horror news stories. A little bit of info on the movies that were released at the cinema. We take a look at the bespoke labels and what they put out this month as well as finally turning our attention to the good work that Podcast Under the Stairs did and what a month it has been for us. Record breaking, absolutely record breaking. We've smashed the greatest single day download target we've ever had and we have bested the most downloads in a single month for podcasts under the stairs in this very month as well and I will tell you all about it when we get to that segment but before that as always let me update you as to what is going on under the stairs you have had a packed week thus far and to be honest things are only going to keep getting busier and um, tomorrow closes out the week with the Arrow Video Assortment episode number four looking at Hell Comes to Frog Town. And then on Monday we drop the first of the two part round table for the Summer Teapots top 10 series looking at the 90s. The first part will be long, very fucking long. Um, At the moment I'm even contemplating splitting that up but let's just say we're gonna try and keep it as one episode which is likely to run six plus hours, um, as myself and the 15 guest hosts over, I think it was five individual recordings all pieced together, um, chat about the 10 years in that series. Now I'm time coding everything, so you do not need to feel obliged to listen to the entire fucking episode. What you can do is you can jump around to the time codes, find the hosts that you most are interested in hearing their opinions of those 10 years and then jump straight to those bits, we'll listen to that segment and if that's all you're interested in, eh, there you go. i got a feeling a lot of you will check the full thing out because I know how sick and depraved you are. You want seven hour podcasts. I know it, I know it, I've seen it in your eyes. That long 50 yard stare of someone that likes seven hour podcasts. So yeah, that one is dropping on Monday. On Tuesday it is the 1st of October, you know what that means? Motherfucking Vaseline coming right at you. The first of five weeks of Bazaween dropping in October. His first episode, looking at Brian De Palma's carry from 1976. So that will be dropping on Tuesday for all y'all out there. Thursday, we'll see us launch Movie Club. uh, And the only way that we can, which is full force and in your face, and then God knows where we're going after that October is such a busy month under the stairs we're doing the 31 of October I uh, announced start list uh, just over a week ago and uh, yeah, every single night I'll be watching a movie I'll be posting stuff about it every 10 days into the month or every 10 movie watches I will be doing a recap review episode uh, where I do many reviews of all those films and grading them out. Um, all that will be fully interactive on the Flick Chat app. Um, I'm going to have a post for my 31 of October where we can have a lot of discussion threads on the movies we're all watching and continue that right through. Uh, and i will be interested to see where we go with this one. I think that app is the perfect platform for the discussions that we will have on that series. So yeah um busy just now busy next week busy for the rest of the month and uh, keep your eyes and ears peeled uh, late next week when i drop some information about season number three of chronicle exclusive to flick chat how you can check it out so there we go right let's just get into this shall we plenty to talk about there's always loads to talk about in these roundup episodes so i'm gonna take a very short break just now you're gonna hear promos for shows that i love when I return, ladies and gents, it's time to get bogged deep in what came out in the cinemas in the UK, right after this.
1: Are you sick of the same old stale podcasts? Well then join Vanessa and Darren as they dissect movies of all kinds. The two lifelong cinema lovers bring their favourites curiosities and first-time watches to the operating table and inject them with a healthy dose of snark then there's the waiting room where they examine books and short stories so just look for them on Apple podcasts and where fine podcasts are available they're part of the Legion podcast network follow them on Twitter at VD Clinic Pod, join them on Facebook at facebook.com/groups/VDClinicPod, or email them at VD Clinic Pod at gmail.com. They're ready to cure what ails you. <laughs> and still, they just might be a little contagious.
0: And welcome back. So, um yeah, what were the big movies, the big horror movies that came out in the cinema in the UK in the month of September? Well, you may have heard of it. It's this lesser known sequel time movie no one went to see before. It chapter 2 was the big movie um of the of the month for horror. At last count I think it's toppled over 500 million at the moment, which is just fucking nuts. Um, but well played to them, well played, they had a very strong one on the weekend. I think it has been slightly more diminishing returns since then just because the movie's about three hours long and getting people to go back and see it two, three times is always going to be an uphill struggle. I myself did my part, I went out to see it twice, went out with my friends and then went out with my wife to check that movie out and I had a ton of fun both times. So there we go. So that was IT Chapter 2. One Of the movies out, and uh, the other movie that I'm going to talk about because the UK didn't really get much in the way of horror this month, it uh, just landed right at the end of the month, and um, came out just over the weekend just past. And that uh, is Ready or Not. Now, Ready or Not is the first movie I will be covering as part of my 31 of October, so I'll be going out to check that one out on Tuesday the 1st. I'm um, going with the Baz of all people, me and the Baz going to go and check that out. We're going to do a little live stream before and after the movie, just to let you know how excited we were to see it and what our opinions were at the end. So yeah, check that one out for sure. I've heard mixed reviews, I've heard some people saying it's a lot of fun, it's really cool, it's really fun, quirky. Um, I've heard other people say it's not very good. So I have no idea where I will land on this one. But that is what made its way to UK cinemas in the world of horror. So nice and quick that one, wasn't it? Woo! Love it when it's nice and quick. Let's uh, jump into a longer segment um, as we look at horror news from September 2019. Mm. So let's do this. Um, All the news stories for this month have been taken from Dread Central. So let's get in with it. Get ready for some Cage rage when Primal arrives in theatres this November. With Mandy earning massive accolades in 2018 and Colour Out of Space tearing up the indie film festival circuit in 2019, we're definitely in the midst of a Nicolas Cage renaissance. Expect more classic Cage rage in his next film, Primal, arriving in select US theatres and on demand in November 8th via Lionsgate. Give the trailer a spin by going online and searching it out. Trust me, you will be rewarded ladies and gents. Um, And here is a synopsis. When Frank Walsh, played by Nicolas Cage, a hunter and collector of rare and exotic animals, bags a priceless white jaguar for a zoo, he figures it'll be smooth sailing to a big PD. But the ship bearing Frank's precious cargo has two predators caged in its hold, the cat and a political assassin being extradited to the US. After the assassin breaks free and then frees the Jaguar, Frank feverishly stalks his ship, cramped corridors, in hot pursuit of his prey, right up until the thrilling, unpredictable climax. Primal is directed by Nick Pill, from the screenplay penned by Richard Leather. In addition to Cage, the film stars Famke Janssen, Kevin Durand, L- La Monica Garrett, and Michael Imperioli. Uh, so, yeah, this one is. The trailer looks bloody nuts for this one and I can't wait to see it. Um, Yeah, Cage looks bonkers, so what more can you ask for a little movie with Nicolas Cage hunting an animal on a ship? Um, Yeah, nuts, nuts, absolutely nuts. Next one up, one that I'm very excited about. Stephen Lang has read the screenplay for Don't Breathe 2. When an actor or filmmaker is giving interviews for a soon to be released film, I've always felt a bit disrespectful to ask about past or future projects. For example, if we were interviewing Mick Flanagan about Doctor Sleep, it would be kind of rude not to mention a wasted opportunity to grill him about Oculus or the as yet to be unmade Haunting of Hill House Season 2. So when Dread Central had the opportunity to interview Stephen Lang this week at Fright Fest, the topic of conversation was um, VFW, a violent rock directed by Joe Begas, exclusively. Well almost exclusively. The fact that Don't Breathe director Fede Alvarez has been teasing fans about the possibility of a sequel for months now, Dread Central couldn't resist one slight deviation and they're glad that they did. Line would say, I've read the screenplay for Don't Breathe 2 and it's really good. And for whether or not Jane Levy will be reprising her role, um, well, he says he can't tell you that. And to be honest with you, you can't blame them for asking or him for saying that he couldn't answer. Uh, Don't Breathe was a great movie. Like, Freddy Alvarez really knocked that one out of the park. I know a lot of people have been like, well, Evil Dead, he needs to make another Evil Dead movie. And I'm kind of the other way, I'm like that, ah, give me Don't Breathe too." I've really, really enjoyed it. So yeah, there we go. So next story, uh, there's a trailer for Dark Harbor, which premiered at the Canalina Film Festival. APS Films has released the first full trailer and stills from director Joe Rafa's unsettling dark thriller Dark Harbour. Dark Harbour tells the story of Olivia, a young mother on the verge of childbirth who finds her future threatened by hidden darkness from her family's past. Dark Harbour premiered at uh, the Catalina Film Festival uh, aboard the RMS Queen Mary and the synopsis of the movie is with the birth of the first child just days away Olivia must return to her childhood home island off the coast of Maine seemingly on the edge of the world to face her narcissistic mother and attend her father's funeral not long after she uncovers a dark family secret that undoes the foundations of her life and the deeper Olivia searches for answers the more life-threatening the situation becomes putting herself and her unborn child in danger For his latest feature, Rafa and executive producer Edwin P. Stevens enlisted the talents of Jessica Seops of Slasher and Chesapeake Shores, Joe McHale of Community and Ted as the expectant parents. They are joined on screen by Megan Fay of Grace and Frankie and Agent Carter and Brian Gallagher of Outsiders as Livia's distant parents, as well as Xander Berkeley from The Walking Dead and Terminator 2, Rico Easeworth of 24 and Scorpion, and Connor Trunner of Star Trek Enterprise and Stargate Atlantis, Sterling Hurst as well as Nicholas Wolfe. Ahead of its premiere in Long Beach, Rafa said, this film tests the limits, we are willing to go for forgiveness, redemption and the truth. How dark harbour forces us to answer the questions we are otherwise afraid to ask ourselves. Um, Can we just let go of resentment and forgive a loved one who has betrayed us? How long can we fix the suffering of a loved one that has caused and the haunting intense journey? You'll find yourself gripping your armrest and holding your breath. Trailer looks solid for this one if I'm honest. This is another one which I knew nothing about. It's now very much on my radar and I can't wait to see where we go from it. Uh, So continuing on, Um, Trick, the new movie coming from Todd Farmer and Patrick Lussier, is set to premiere at Screamfest. Having already perfected the modern holiday slasher with My Bloody Valentine 3D, Patrick Lussier and Todd Farmer, who also directed Drive Angry, are uh, are returning to the genre for the latest offering. Last spring, the duo wrapped photography on Halloween-themed Trick, which is scheduled to make its release next month. For the LA locals out there, there are actually a chance, well, there is actually a chance to catch a flick. It's US premiere on October 9th at TCL Chinese Theater as part of the 19th Annual screen Fest. And um, yeah, I, I'm very much looking forward to this one. Let's delve more in and find out what it says. It says Trickstar's Omar Epps of Dracula 2000 as Detective Mike Denver. This Halloween Denver is tracking down a serial killer who four years prior managed to escape custody after offering several of his own classmates, um, offering, sorry, several of his own class, offering them, here are my classmates, no, uh, after offering several of his own classmates but not before Denver shot him uh, off a five story building. Now the killer seems to be terrorising the small town again, well few believe that tricks return. Um, the good detective knows better. Alongside Sheriff Lisa Jane, um, Denver attempts to bring justice to the elusive conquest. The film also stars Jamie Kennedy of Scream, uh, Vanessa Aspelaga from Hustlers, Alex Brew of Depraved, Christina Reyes of Blind Spot Shades of Blue, and Tom Neiman of The Juice. So there we go. Ooh, can't wait to see. How this one plays out? Yeah, I love Drive Angry, and yeah, I really dig that uh, My Bloody Valentine 3D remake. I think it's a ton of fun. So yeah, man, uh, Halloween themed. You're, you're you're pitching it well to Duncan, guys. Uh, we will see when it comes out next month. Breakout hit One BR will enjoy US premiere at Beyond Fest. It's been over two months since we shared a sick sickening trailer clip from the indie hit 1BR and animal lovers are probably still traumatized if you've seen what's in store and still have a hankering to check out today brings word that 1BR will enjoy its us premiere at beyond fest in los angeles september 28th at the egyptian theater the synopsis after leaving behind a painful past to follow our dreams sierra scores a perfect hollywood apartment but something is not right unable to sleep Tormented by strange noises and threatening notes, her life quickly starts to unravel. By the time she learns the horrifying truth, it's too late. Caught in a walking nightmare, Sarah must find the strength to hold on to her crumbling sanity or we trapped forever in an existential hell. 1BR is the debut from writer-director David Marmer and produced by Eiloch Sh- Meshire and Shane Vorster of Malevolent Films. Um, the diverse cast includes Alan Bloomfield of Heroes, Taylor Nichols of Penis and Jurassic Park 3, Naomi Grossman of American Horror Story, Gillis Mat- Matty of Once Upon a Time and True Blood, um, Susan Davis of War Games, Clayton Hoff, Celeste. Oh, there's loads of other people in here. So I'll be interested to see where this one goes. Trailer for this one actually did give me a bit of a ooh, the chill down the spine, um, and it looks great. It looks great. Did anyone check out, by the way, The trailer for the new A24 movie, um, Uncut Gems, starring Adam Sandler, looks fucking the tits. Like, really, 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 really looks good. Um, And Dread Central posted a little article on it, so let's talk about that, shall we? It says, trailer, Uncut Gems is A24's next thriller starring Adam Sandler, question mark. Comedian and actor Adam Sandler is making his foray into our beloved genre for the very first time. No, Little Nicky and Hotel Transylvania don't count as horror movies. Uncut Gems is a gritty crime thriller coming our way via e 24 the studio behind The Witch, Midsummer, and Hereditary. Give the trailer for Uncut Gems a spin uh, and a look for the film in theatres beginning this December. Trust me, go check the trailer, looks at the tits. The synopsis for it is, from acclaimed filmmakers Josh and Bernie Safdie comes an electrifying crime thriller about Howard Ratner, played by Adam Sandler charismatic New York City jeweller, always on the lookout for the next big score, when he makes a series of high stake bets that could lead to a windfall of a lifetime, Howard must perform a precarious high wire act, balancing business, family and encroaching on adversaries on all sides, in his relentless pursuit of the ultimate win. Yeah, this looks amazing, it's coming out in December, never thought I'd be so excited to see an Adam Sandler movie but I am A24 once again just flexing those big boss muscles and giving me all the dirty little cinema that I want. So Jared Cohn talks working with idol William Shatner on Devil's Revenge so this is a follow-up to another story which detailed a bit more but I'm not going to read that one I'm just going to read this because it's absolutely nuts I'm not going to go into like a big interview with them because there's tons of things written all I'm going to say is, this looks fucking the tits, right? So, uh, it's been two weeks since we shared the trailer for, and that's right, go check the trailer, Devil's Revenge. Star Trek's William Shatner stars in the satanic horror movie, which he co-wrote with Maurice Hurley of Star Trek The Next Generation. Look for The Devil's Revenge, directed by Jared Cohen on VOD and Blu-ray sometime in October, and give the trailer a spin. This is all I'm going to tell you about is the article. A dimmer luck, archaeologist returns from a cave expedition which contains a cursed relic that is also a portal to hell. He discovers that the only way to stop the curse on his family is to go back to the cave and destroy the relic. This trailer will reward you in so many ways as William Shatner, even the cover art is William Shatner with a shotgun with the devil behind him. It doesn't get much more metal than that. I say to you no, it doesn't get any more metal than that. So there we go. Right Uh, and what was super sad news, super super sad news for anyone with half a heart and a horror fan. uh, Sid Haig passed away on the 21st of September 2019. Um, He'd been recovering from a bit of a rough time to be honest with you. Uh, There's been rumours circulating Sid Haig for the best part of about three years and to be fair I held off on posting on Facebook and other social media platforms about it, even after news was starting to come out just because I've heard this story before and you know the previous times I think he actually had to make a statement at one point last year saying listen I'm not dead and I'm not dying uh, I've just lost a bit of weight uh, it sounds like he actually did have a kind of long-standing disease which has not been disclosed but um, yeah he tragically lost his battle on september the 21st and uh we were all warmed by the pouring of love and support for that guy um yeah ve- very sad sad times and um this october we have three from hell coming out which has his last on-screen appearance and uh, we'll be drinking a cold one in memory of Sid haig rest in peace sir So, Blumhouse's Invisible Man remake has finished shooting. Filming has wrapped on Blumhouse's Invisible Man reboot from director Lee Winnell as he shared a photo on Twitter along with the following message. He said, it's 6 AM and freezing and raining here in Sydney but I am smiling because that's a wrap on the Invisible Man shoot. Thanks to the amazing crew members who made it a joy to go to work every day. Now it's time to sit in the dark room and figure out what the hell we did. The synopsis for this movie, which will be making its way to cinemas on the 13th of March 2020, is Trapped in a violent controlling relationship with a wealthy and brilliant scientist, Cecilia Cass, played by Elizabeth Moss, escapes in the dead of night and disappears into hiding, aided by her sister played by Harriet Dreyer, their childhood friend Aldous Hodge, and their teenage daughter Storm Reed. But when Cecilia's abusive ex played by Oliver Jackson Cohn. Commits suicide and leaves her a generous portion of his vast fortune. Cecilia suspects his death was a hoax. As a series of eerie coincidences turn lethal threatening the lives of all those that she loves, Cecilia's sanity begins to unravel as she desperately tries to prove that she is being hunted by someone no one can see. So yeah, that comes out 13th of March. Interested to see how this one goes. Once again, they're putting all their eggs in their basket that this one does well, because if it doesn't, it kills the dark universe again. Um, I'm not overly sold on Libranell. I know everyone spunked a load all over the all over the shop uh, for uh, upgrade, which I thought was an average movie. Um, but we'll see what he does. We'll see what he brings to. I'm looking forward. To it to be fair, I want to see a, you know another attempt to try and get this fucking series off the ground. Um, Let's continue on, we're almost at the end of these stories. Jamie Lee Curtis promises sensational conclusion to new Halloween trilogy. Halloween Kills, the sequel to 2018's Halloween began filming late last week. And a third film, Halloween Ends, will go into production soon as well and will end this new trilogy. Recently, franchise star and iconic scream queen, Jamie Lee Curtis talked to Collider about what we can expect. She would say, I promise you what David Gordon Green has come up with as a way to complete it. This trilogy is sensational. The ass kicking part is the fan favourite part but from my standpoint, I didn't go into it because I got to kick Michael's bottom. I was particularly drawn because it was a movie about trauma. We have horror movies that are horrific and we have these horrific events that take place but we'll leave the movie theater and then we complain that the dishwasher doesn't work. The trauma that occurs for these characters for 40 years, it felt very important to David that I understood what I was really giving to Laurie and a great honor to acknowledge her experience of her way that her life was challenged. And then kick his ass. And then you realize that in fact, was all like a spider's web, but in order to go into that spider's web, you also have to see it from a fragile person's perspective. Halloween Kills is coming in October, 2020 and halloween ends is coming in october 2021 i'm looking forward to this I, i'm glad they brought her back i thought the last halloween movie was great and um i'll be interested to see if this is a cynical cash grab or if they will actually do a halloween trilogy that has michael myers and all of them that is worthy of discussion uh, time will tell our friends um at blumhouse are working on it and we'll see how we get on with it uh, I have a sneaky suspicion that things could all go peak Tongue But what do I know? I know nothing I know nothing at all So here we go, how about this one So the trailer for Stephen King and Joe Hill's In the Tall Grass has arrived And the movie itself is arriving on Netflix October 4th That's, up, that's this coming Friday folks um, Hopefully you've all went and checked it out It looks fucking great It's on my list of 31 of October I'm doing it on Saturday the 5th um, as always I'll be doing a bit of live stream introduction to it and then obviously straight into a review as well but it does look really 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 good. Patrick Wilson, I do love me the Patrick Wilson and I do love the fact that they're putting all this stuff on Netflix now and they're doing like a little mini celebration um, of of horror on Netflix this October. It's like every Friday they're releasing some original content so be interested to see where this one lands. Hereditary's Tony Collette joins cast of Guillermo del Toro's Nightmare Alley. Talk about a dynamic duo, this weekend brought news of one of the greatest horrors actors teaming up with one of the greatest horrors masters, Toni Collette of The Sixth Sense and Hereditary has joined the cast of Guillermo del Toro's Nightmare Alley. Just days after the successful premiere of her thriller Knives Out at Toronto International Film Festival, Toni Collette has closed the deal to join Guillermo del Toro's all-star ensemble noir thriller Nightmare Alley. Bradley Cooper is headlining the Fox Searchlight production, an adaptation of the 1946 noir novel by William Lindsay that first hit the screen as a 1947 film noir starring Tyler Prone, or Ty- uh, Tyrone Power can't say that name. Uh, this project is still in its infancy, so it'll be a while before we know anything concrete that's going to materialise. Still, we'll be following Nightmare Alley like a hawk to bring you all the details as they emerge. So yeah, Guillermo del Toro, Guillermo del Toro doing noir-style cinema with Tony Collette. Duncan is a happy man, that's all I can say, Duncan is a happy man. So let's flesh out some of that stuff I was talking about, what is actually coming on Netflix. So like I said, you're getting um, In the Tall Grass on the 4th, Uh, In the Shadow of the Moon dropped yesterday, Um, so please go and check that one out. That's returning to the screen a little bit, Jim Mickle, so we all love Mickle, and uh, he has returned to do a little horror movie. You get a movie called Fractured coming on the 11th, uh, a movie called Eli coming out on the 18th and a movie called Rattlesnake coming out on the 25th so plenty of horror content of uh, original quality anyway making their way to Netflix so go and check them all out there's a new wrong term movie in the works with lodgers star Charlotte Vega though none of the sequels quite recapture the magic of the original you, fucking shitting me when you say that that's an understatement of the year wrong turn has nonetheless become one of the more prolific horror franchises of the 21st century not sure would agree with that dread central just saying uh, today brings word that a new installment in the survival horror series the seventh has begun filming in ohio um charlotte vega of the lodgers will lead the cast Uh, of the new take that will once again take friends uh, to Harpers, Harpers Ferry, West Virginia, to spend a couple of days hiking in the Appalachian Trail. In this one, they're confronted by the Foundation, a community of people who have lived in the mountains since before the Civil War, and oh, they do not take well to strangers. Mike P. Nelson directs Wrong Turn 7 from a screenplay penned by original Wrong Turn scribe, Alan B. McElroy as well as keeping you posted on all things wrong turn you just need to keep following back here because I will be livid about it because I could not give two fucks about this movie at all so get it to fuck in the bin um, right we're almost done here honest I promise uh, There's was a trailer out uh, for the Baylock residence which is being described as if Downton Abbey was a horror movie The Conjuring meets Downton Abbey in the goosebump-inducing haunted house flick The Bylock Residence, arriving on DVD and BOD beginning September 17th via Wild Eye releasing. Giving the creepy trailer a spin uh, will do you some good. I actually thought the trailer was pretty good. Uh, The synopsis of the movie is, After the death of her sister, Patricia inherits her family estate and soon discovers that something or someone has been haunting the home for decades and harbours a disturbing family secret that she must Uncover. So there we go. Go check it out. I actually think it looks not too bad, and I do have a soft spot, a little weakness for Haunted House movies, especially at this time of year. Uh, Mother Abigail and Randall Flagg cast in the Stand Remake. Some major roles have been cast in the Stand Reboot currently in pre-production at CBS All Access. Today brings word that Whoopi Goldberg will play psychic guide Mother Abigail and Alexander Skarsgård will portray the demonic Randall Flagg. They join previously announced cast members Jovan Adepo, Owen Teague, uh, Brad William Henke, uh, Daniel Sunjata, James Marsden, Amber Heard, Odessa Young and Henry Zaga. So yeah, tons of news about this one. Uh, the stand remake will include a brand new ending penned by King himself. CBS All Access upcoming Limits series The Stand, will bring something that will have fans buzzing. A new end crafted by Stephen King. The streamer announced at the TCA Thursday that King will write the last episode of the Ning episode series providing a new coda that won't be found in the book. For fans of the book who have wondered what become of the survivors or The Stand this episode will contain a story that takes us beyond the book to answer those questions. Uh, THR previously reported that Stephen King's post-apocalyptic epic bestseller The Stand is coming to CBS all access. Following a prolonged deal-making process, the SVOD platform on Wednesday announced a straight-to-series 10-episode order for a drama based on the novel by the same name. Josh Boone, who was previous, previously attached to write a feature film on the epic novel, is set to pen the script alongside Ben Cavill of Justified in Homeland. Uh, the stunt has been a long-time passion project for Josh Boone. So yeah, I'm interested about this one. That original one is a snooze. So much of a snooze. Uh, let's see what we get from this one, casting's got me excited to say the least And the last bit of news, let's keep it in King territory because he is he's the one that's having the renaissance at the moment, not Nicolas Cage Stephen King's brand new novel, The Institute is getting a limited series adaptation It's the year of King, Stephen King that is We've already gotten feature films for Pet Sematary, Chapter 2 and Doctor Sleep arriving in theatres this November. We've got the limited series Nosferatu and the third season of Mr Mercedes coming down the pike. Now we can add Stephen King's brand new novel The Institute to the list of upcoming adaptations. Deadliners report that David E. Keeley and Jack Bender are adapting The Institute as a limited series. In a competitive situation, Spyglass Media Group's TV division has optioned Stephen King's latest novel, The Institute, to develop a limited series with David E. Keeley of Big Little Lies Jack Bender of Lost, the same creative team behind the critically acclaimed Mr. Mercedes, also based on a Stephen King novel, Attached. The announcement marks the first TV acquisition of Spyglass and was made by Lauren Whitney, president of TV for Spyglass. Additionally, Spyglass has set a multi year look deal with Bender to develop future projects for Spyglass overseen by Whitney. So, what's the synopsis I hear you say? In the middle of the night, in a house on a quiet street in suburban Minneapolis, intruders silently murder Luke Ellis's parents and load him into a black SUV. The operation takes less than two minutes. Luke will wake up at the Institute in a room that looks like his own, except there's no windows. And outside his door, there are other doors, behind which are other kids with special talents, telekinesis and telepathy. uh, And who got this place the same way Luke did? Kalisha, Nick, George, Iris, and 10 year old Avery Dixon. They are all in front halves. Others, Luke learns, graduated to back halves, like the Roach Motel, Keisha says. You check in, but you don't check out. In this most sinister of institutions, the director, Miss Sigsby, and her staff have ruthlessly dedicated to extracting these children, the force of their extra-normal gifts. There are no scruples here. If you go along, you get tokens for vending machines. If you don't, punishment is brutal as each new victim disappears to back half Luke becomes more and more desperate to get out and get help but no one has ever escaped the institute yeah I'm really looking forward to this I've got the audiobook all geared up I'm hearing great things about it so I can't wait to see what they do on the big screen or the small screen which is nowadays the big screen with the institute and with that ladies and gents that's all your news Uh, let's talk about what we did on podcasts under the stairs and what a month it was for us. Not only did we smash the most downloads in a single day, I think we went damn near 1300 in a day. Um, we have like toppled our most downloads in a month record by quite some bit. Um, obviously I'm recording this one on the 28th, so we still have a couple of days left. I reckon we're gonna end up with about 12,000 downloads this month, which is fucking nuts. Um, To put that in perspective, it's over an eighth of what we got in in total last year Um, and about what a fifth of what we got the year before in a single month. It's nuts, absolutely nuts. Um, The top episodes were, well I think you can guess this one but let me tell you anyway. Uh, We had bonus episode 192 which was at number 5, we did IT Chapter 2 on that one Uh, Episode, well, 197, which was from the Summer Teapots Top 10 series looking at 1997, uh, came in as the fourth most downloaded episode. Uh, Episode 196 of the Summer Teapots Top 10 series, which was looking at 1996, came in at number 3. Episode 199, Summer Teapots Top 10 series looking at the year 1999, came in at number 2. Uh, And the most downloaded episode this month on the podcast Under the Stairs was episode 198, Summer Teapot's Top 10 series looking at 1998. So those top five again, bonus episode 192, looking at it, chapter 2 was at number 5. Episode 197, looking at 1997, was at 4. Episode 196, looking at 1996 was it three, episode 199 looking at 1999 was at two and episode 198 looking at 1998 was at one. I cannot thank you all enough for checking out the show, for supporting us, for retweeting. Uh, the numbers have been insane and that's all down to you guys. So thank you very much for all your support. Which brings us to the final bit where we talk about what the big uh, bespoke labels did in terms of business for you peeps out there um, so yeah uh, in terms of Arrow video quite a lot to celebrate this month uh, you got The Hills Have Eyes Part 2 Special Collectors Edition which came out with um, I actually just picked this one up uh, instead looks sunning um, I've started to see the movie mind you I've seen it many many moons ago but um, yeah the, I mean they went all out in this one lobby cards posters nice box set so yeah we'll see how that one goes uh, in the states you got who saw her die directed by Aldo Lado I imported this one had to import this one must own it a little bit Aldo Lado a little bit of the old Jallo uh, so yeah that one was also released um, if you were in the states I believe you got access to Hellbound uh, Hellraiser 2 and Hellraiser and maybe part 3 I think we're all individually released through Arrow as standalone entries. Um, the Aftermath made its debut, and I want to say this was also the States. Um, so that's what you got from Arrow tons coming up in October. There really, really a lot, including that old boy release finally making its way uh, to a format that I cannot wait to own. So I'm just telling you give me it now, give me all the stuff now, and I will be a happy, happy man. In terms of Scream Factory, aka Shout Factory, you got The Howling uh, was released. Scars of Dracula came out. Blood from the mummy's tomb. That's right, doesn't that sound awesome? Uh, Fright was released. Uh, John Carpenter's Vampires got the, the Blu ray treatment. It actually looks like a tasty set. Um, and a little bit of Fear No Evil from 1981 also released this month. Like I say, October's where all these uh, labels shine, though. This is where you get the, the good shit. Um, so we'll see what we are announcing uh, as being released next month and with that that brings you to the end of this September roundup I'm going to take my final break of this episode going to come back and close the show right after this you're listening to the podcast under the stairs And you've been listening to the podcast Under The Stairs. This has been bonus episode 196. Um, We have done the September 2019 roundup, which is scary to say, because that means September is finished, which means there is only three months left in the year. And how the fuck did that happen so fast? I don't know, I don't know. Like I said during the recording there, thank you very much for all the support and the boost in numbers has been fucking crazy. I love you all, long time. There's a multitude of ways to check out podcasts under the stairs as always as you come across and check us out on Apple Podcasts, subscribe to the feed, leave us a rating and a review. It's the best way to support us on that platform. You can also check us at Stitcher, Smart Radio, SoundCloud, Google Play, TuneIn and of course Spotify Visit our website it's tputtscast.com Buy merch like posters and pins from our merch page tputtscast.bigcartel.com We're in two places on Facebook if you want to join the Facebook group page Interact with other listeners and chat about horror movies it's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash teaputzcast. Alternatively if you're only interested as and when the episodes drop Or occasionally check out a live stream like a Thursday Thursday, That's the Facebook page you want Facebook.com forward slash t You can interact with myself and the bars and the twin prongs of social media sexiness Instagram and Twitter both can be followed at t Come across and check us out on the Flick Chat app It's social media for podcasts and listeners Not only can you listen to the show directly through the app but you can interact with a series of message board posts tailored to discussions about horror and these individual episodes So never Never will you be in fear of scrolling into a spoiler. You click it. You have to click into that chat to see it. It's a free app. It's available on iOS and Android. Create yourself a little profile and add our page. It uh, recently changed um, to to give it a bit of uniformity. The join code now is just tputscast. Couldn't be any easier. All lowercase tputscast. Come across the conversations stop here when I hit stop on the recording, but they continue over on the Flick Chat app. And there we go, ladies and gents. That has done our duty for today. The podcast under the stairs will return to you tomorrow with the Arrow Video assortment episode number four, looking at Hell Comes to Frog Town. But until then, wherever you are, what the time zone is, and what you're up to in this big bad world of ours, please take care of yourselves out there. This is Duncan McLeish broadcasting live from under the stairs, and I am signing off. <laughs>